Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Gosh, I sent that to myself. Darn it. Welcome in, welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, Talk or Go Home. Uh, Nick, Clint, David, we're back again. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Don't forget to rate, review, and share the podcast. Send out text messages with the links to this episode or any other episode to your friends. Let them know you need to listen to us. I was trying to send What's a text. Your wife's name? Well, I was trying to send a text to my wife, telling her I'm gonna be home later than usual because we're doing a lot of recording today, and I sent the text to myself. <laughs> is that possible? Yeah, yeah it is. You, you can, can do you, that. You, That's how I remind myself <laughs> to do stuff. You don't set a reminder. No, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> I know how to set my alarm clock. Hey, up Siri, a, set a reminder. <laughs> I can tell it's to send my wife a text. I know how to tell Siri to send my wife a text. Let me, y'all go ahead. I got to send her to her. I'm gonna be All right, like I said, don't forget to subscribe to Lens Plus. You will get episodes a week early as well as you, uh, you'll be able to listen to our bonus episodes, our triple threat episodes where we let our hair down. We just let our hair down a little bit with your catfish or ca- yeah, catfish bait story. So make sure to subscribe, guys. We do appreciate it. Rate, review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Shout out to our interns. Hey, if y'all don't care, um, I'm going to blame y'all for this whole thing. That's, that's okay. That's fine. Me specifically, because she loves me, as okay. far as I know. All right. So, hey, real quick, while, while David's doing that, I, I have a really quick story about maybe or maybe not one of the students that currently goes here. Susie's daughter? Yeah, Susie's yeah. daughter. So, the other day, we, we – where were we at? Wrestling? West End? No, before that. Where we ended up at the – at Kobe. What did we do right Cora. before that? Coro, that's Coronation. Right. Coronation. So we're at Coronation. Coronation ends, and we're all going to go get something to eat. Nobody can come up with anything. Everybody's going to different places. One set of students ended up in like three towns over. How in the world? With my kid, how in the world well, that Apparently happens? it was your kid's fault. Yeah, well, I, that does not surprise He's, me. He was the one in charge of the, of the navigation. Well, it should have been the guy driving, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we end up at a Japanese steakhouse. When we get there, there's probably at least eight of us, maybe even ten. Of us, yeah. When we get there, and there's another group of of students there, and they're all juniors currently, correct? Yes. Yeah. So there's a set of juniors there. So the Sousa's daughter is there, and she she uh, she's drinking water. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah, drinking water. Well, next thing I know, she's I've done like, that before. She's like squeezing lemons in her water. But but be specific. Oh, what do you mean? How many lemons? Oh, there's like half a dozen lemons in this in this water. And I just look over at her and say, you know, you could have drank lemonade. I mean, that's yeah. basically what you're trying to do. I mean, you can get the free lemons and the free sugar, but yeah. not saying she put sugar in it, but still. So anyway, this goes on, and, you know, I'm kind of chipping back and forth with her. Well, later her food comes out, and it's, you know, the Asian food, and they get the yum-yum sauce. Well, they give her two cups of yum-yum sauce, and immediately it's bam, bam, two yum-yums all of a sudden. And the guy's like, you want some more? She's like, yeah, I want some more. She takes it, bam, bam, and she gets done eating, gets some yum-yum sauce to go. So all week long I've been calling her yum-yum lemon. Now, I saw that on Facebook. That was on Facebook. Yeah, her, he, he made the comment. The yeah. 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 
Okay, yeah. I'm glad. I, young, did, I didn't really understand the whole thing, but I understand it a lot. Yeah, she she like put like half a dozen lemons in it. I'm like, yeah. man, I, I would do that. I'd put that many in there. But here's the uh-huh. thing: like I told her, so are you trying to you know combat scurvy? And she's like, what's scurvy? What is that? Yeah, scurvy. <laughs> you have a vitamin yeah. D deficiency. C- yeah, that was, C- that, C- that was C- a big deal during the Civil War. That's yeah. Scurvy. That's why they Orange Beach down there. That's why it's named Orange Beach. You know. So anyway, if you guys can figure out who we're talking about, many of you can. Her nickname now is Yum Yum Lemon. Yum Yum Lemon. Yum Yum Lemon. Well, I'll be sure to do that. And she stuff. really please. does not. Please do it. I want to know yeah. what she says. Okay. Hey, hey, y'all help me out on this uh, message to my wife. Okay. All right. We are doing two episodes. Be home later than planned. I will feed the dogs, take the trash out, feed the children when I get home. Uh, what else should I say? And what take else? you on a nice European vacation. Okay. Anything else? We'll circle Buckingham Palace. And take you. Once or twice. And then finish it up with I love you. That's always that's always pretty good. To I love include, you. You're yeah. the greatest. Or what? I love seeing your face. Okay. All right. <coughs> Go ahead. I, I'll send it just a minute. See what I'll tell you what she <laughs> what her response is. Yeah. Give it. Yeah. Keep us updated. Uh-huh. So I, you know, Gotta does any the hogs, does anybody here know what an oblate more? spheroid is? Um, sphere says roundy thingy, three mm-hmm. D shape. Is it a black hole? <laughs> no. Uh, your hole? No. Mama's got a hole. Everybody's got a hole. Everybody's got a hole. Oblate spheroid. So an oblate spheroid. I can is, tell you what one is. What, what what is an oblate spheroid? Give us an example. Oh, he's got to send his message spheroid. first. Yeah, he's he's finished. He's o- oblate. I because I told you this. Yeah, looks like. exactly. I was setting him up. Now oblate means slightly slushed. Yes. So the Earth is not a sphere. It's an oblate spheroid because it's slightly slushed in the middle. It bulges out in the middle. It's okay. not a perfect. Sphere. sphere, sphere, because it would be if it if it wasn't rotating, right. but it's rotating a thousand gravity, miles an hour at the inertia. equator, so that's why it bulges out in yeah. the middle. So that's what makes an oblate spheroid. I am an oblate spheroid. Yes, I am too. <laughs> yes. So the Earth is an oblate spheroid. What he he walked up to me the other day and he's like, "What, what was your um, he oblate spheroid question?" He you know said. He said, uh, "Why is that? Why is the Earth an oblate spheroid, or something like that?" What did you? What, well, your, no, was, what did question did you pose? No, I was driving the bus that morning, and I leave before the sun comes up. It's dark when I leave out on my bus route. Six thirty. And the and the other morning, I mean, I see the sunrise every day. Yeah. And I can see the moon still really good, but the other morning last week it was bright. Yeah, it was full moon, and it, wherever I. The place I was at, I mean, it was it was huge, and I was just got to, it's like the closest I've ever seen it. Mm. So it just got me wondering, you know, how close we were at, at this time, you know, with the rotation and the revolution and all that. Is this as close as we're gonna get this year? I didn't, I didn't know, but it was full moon. I just started having all those questions about. It. I don't even know if the moon. It, I mean, is it a sphere? I don't know. I was just wondering when I saw it. Is it a sphere? It's a spherical shape. Yeah, I don't know. The, if the moon's the moon's. A, it's not a perfect sphere, but it's a sphere. So it's a sphere. I mean, it's not yeah. flat like the Earth, but. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I was wondering. Is it? Yeah. Is it a? I wasn't sure. Is it a sphere or is it? Uh, is it flat? A- every, no, every, sphere. Everything's a sphere. Okay. Well, well every every. Uh, Planetary body okay. in outer space, I'm sure. Is a but I'm but sure are, are there some other ones that are oblate spheroids, or are they spheres? Uh, you know, I'm sure everything's an oblate spheroid because everything's got a rotation. Well, if it's, okay, if but it's does, got a rotation, there's some things that probably don't have quite as much of a rotation. That's what I was wondering because I don't know. I know about the Earth, like the rotation 
24 hours. Go around one time. On our but, axis. Yeah, on at our 23 axis. 23 and a half degrees. Yeah, yeah, but like the other planets, I mean, they could, they're rotating, but are they going the same speed as we are no, rotation-wise? No, no, it, and it, they're not going the same direction. So, in the revolutions, they could be going the other way? Huh? Yeah. So, yeah, so you don't have to, like, like let's say clockwise, we, we rotate. Counterclockwise, you yeah. mean? Yeah, we, we don't have to rotate. Oh, you talk about rotation now. Yeah, the rotational direction. So they could be going another direction. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what happens with the toilets in the southern hemisphere. Okay. Have so, you ever seen one flush on the equator? No. Yeah. Look that video up. So the rotation does it, speeds does it go both different. ways? Like uh, it's not bisexual. It, it, just, it just goes down. Water just goes down. It doesn't. It just, you know what I'm saying? It doesn't spin. Yeah. Really? I don't think it. I don't think I. I've, I saw a video, and I can't remember if it was in South America or Central America or if this was in Africa where the video was shot. But it was this toilet out by this road, and I think it was like three toilets. And there was one toilet on the southern hemisphere side, one toilet on the nor- northern hemisphere side, and there was side, and there was one toilet on what they said was the equator. And you could tell the difference between the two toilets on in either hemisphere, but then there was one that they said was on the line, and it just. It just it didn't it just flushed straight down. You know this reminds me of. It episode. might have been visual effects, whatever. But you know this reminds me of an episode of The Simpsons where Bart versus Australia, and they go to Australia because Bart's you know made somebody mad down there. Yeah. So Homer's at the embassy, and he flushes because because the whole premise of the show is, hey, go check your toilet right quick. Does it yeah. does it turn clockwise or counterclockwise? He goes. Oh great, crikey, it goes counterclockwise, mate. It's like, well, what about your neighbor? So he rides like. 20 miles down the road and comes back and it's a it's a long distance charge. Anyway, the the Simpsons go to go to Australia. Chuck that cord. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're trying to we're trying. My goodness. Anyway, the Simpsons go to go to the embassy and they flush the commode and it starts going counterclockwise and all of a sudden this like gas power machine cuts on and it starts making it go back the other way and Homer's like, "God bless America." <laughs> <laughs> That's good right there. Long story. Hey, I think I'm used to have one of those toilets put in at my house that flushes different. It what? may just flush. It may not go around. I don't it's know. Not, just, that's just, called a bidet. It's just You're gonna getting suck. a bidet. It's not going to circle. I don't know. I didn't you don't buy want it. One Somebody give it to you me for Christmas. Christmas. It sucks. I, it may do it. I don't. The whole mechanism in the back is different. I like the, the motion. I, it may you just like the circle. You don't yeah. like to just the, the suck down. Yeah, because you just so you like to watch it and and try to figure out is this gonna go down or not, or am I gonna have to cut the water off? <laughs> is that what you're thinking? Is that no, why you no, watch no. it? No, I like you know. So one of my favorite ice creams is the one that's got the chocolate swirls in it. So you know, if it's a if it's a big load, it goes around. You got swirls. It's pretty neat. Swirl a swirling swirl. Yeah, yeah. If, if it leaves it in the in the ring. My favorite part is to let it sit there and see how long it takes for it to come clean. The bowl? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause you, cause, so you're a streaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a streaker? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, in, oh, in every the, aspect the, of that word. Through the quad into the gymnasium. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. <laughs> if, he doesn't if, know how to react. <laughs> he doesn't. If we go to the Alabama-Georgia line and you flush one on one side of the line and one on the other, yeah. what's the difference going to be? The, the one on the Georgia side barks. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I was explaining to people the other day when, you know, when Russia invaded Georgia, a lot of people around here thought that they were. Yeah, they freaked out because like, Atlanta's going to be yeah. taken. Atlanta's going to burn Atlanta again. Golly. Dadgummit. Sherman. Dadgum Sherman. 
Oh, man. Okay, so oblate spheroid. I think every planet in the solar system is an oblate spheroid. But, you know, you and I talked about this. Gravity, too. Is there the same amount of, I mean... Well, I mean, it depends on how far away and how close you are to the sun. I do know that. Well, gra- and, well and no, gravity big. on a on a planet, gravity is determined by the mass of that planet. So there's going to be more. Is Jupiter? Jupiter's bigger than. Well, that's the thing. Is Saturn's I, bigger than Earth? I right? cannot find out an answer as to whether there is a solid part of Jupiter. Is it all gas? It's all gas. It's if, a gas so, giant. if I go through, like, if I enter Jupiter's atmosphere or what little there is, and I go all the way to the to the geometric center of that planet I will never touch hard ground that I my can walk, understanding that I can walk around on my understanding see that blows my mind so that means that it's just literally layers and layers of various gases mm-hmm. from from the center of the planet to the to the outer part so you just, just go all the like way through then yeah so you could so if what you're telling me is true which it's hard for me to believe that it is I, well you could fly through Jupiter my understanding it is See, that blows my mind. And Saturn and Neptune. Saturn and what Neptune. What about Uranus? Boy, I tell you. Uh, 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 be careful now. <laughs> I mean, can you fly through Uranus? I was saying my wife. Yep, she replied. <laughs> What'd she say? Can you say I'll be glad that? when we change the name of that planet <laughs> she said to get rid of this stupid joke. Or Uranus, We're gonna, whatever. Okay. I will hold you to that. But we shouldn't have really put the European part in there. Oh, did you actually put that in there? Yeah. Well, all right. Hey, just just show her show her the movie European Vacation. It's still yeah. can't. Look, there's Buckingham Palace, kids. European. Okay. All right. So I mean, I'm hoping they change the name from Uranus to Erectum. Mm. That was a, such a dad joke. <sighs> but that's a Futurama uh, joke. But still. Uh. So. Uh. What? Yeah. Like. It blows my mind that there's no solid ground because obviously there's gravity involved, right? Because what else would be holding all those gases together? So it's the mass of the gases together, but the gases are moving. I don't know. It's just it's beyond my scientific my ability to scientifically comprehend what what the heck's going on. on so the closer to the sun, there's supposed to be more gravity. Yes. Well, I mean, so Mercury uh, for the solar system, but yeah. not per planet. Oh, the, not the, per the, planet. The per okay. planet gravity is based on that planet's mass. All right, and then that uh, rotation. I wondered about that, and then uh, revolution. Revolutions. Oh. Okay. Does Jupiter have a core? They said it's 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 a swirling ball of liquid and gas. That is not solid. Now your question. Okay, can so it's so through. there, but there is liquid though. That's what it said. So it says I guess that a liquid the, the, center. What like. we see are clouds. Below the clouds is a gaseous hydrogen mixture. Below the gaseous hydrogen mixture is liquid hydrogen. Below liquid hydrogen is a, la- a massive layer of metallic hydrogen. Mercury. And then... Ish. The core. But it doesn't necessarily say what the core is composed of. It just says core. Well, until we, you know, go Armageddon on Jupiter and try to get all the way to the core and blow it up, we can't tell. Because nothing can be directly observed below the thin outer layer... Indirect conclusions are drawn from the evidence in order to determine the composition of the interior of Jupiter. Um, the um, theoretical descriptions and models for the internal distribution of material have been used, but such models um, have yet to be fully tested by their agreement with 
scientific observations. Well, it's hard to observe it because what, what that says is we don't know. <laughs> yeah, is honestly so we don't know if there's any solid part of Jupiter, as in what I mean by solid, as in the tradition, like solid is this table. Right. There, there may be some liquid and some gas, but we don't know if there's any solid so, components. So, to speaking it. of which, did y'all see where they put that rover? on Mars like not too long ago and like they had a microphone attached yeah and what it sounded like yeah. holy crap it's that's insane. it's really like it sounds like a lot of wind like yeah. like like there's nothing around it sounds like a lot of wind but it's really weird sounding too at the no, we're, time. we're trying to get there right Tomorrow. That's, that's supposed to be the next one, but I saw a bunch of people griping that we haven't been to the been to the moon since the 60s and of course everybody but we've got NASA's got the there. Artemis mission, which is supposed to go to the moon. Which so apparently, from what I understand about it, NASA's going to go to the moon, set up a relay base on the moon, and then we're going to basically use that base to to as Mars. a jumping off point to go to Mars eventually. And I think Elon Musk is 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 doing something, or uh, SpaceX is doing something similar. But also the Chinese National Space Agency, I know their goal is to go to the moon and then go to Mars too. So now it's now we're sort of in a race with China to see. Who gets there? First. Who gets one back to the moon? Well, they would. That would be the first time they ever got to the moon. But yeah, if we're gonna get to the moon before they do, and then if we're gonna get to Mars before they, we've do, already been to the moon, so we've already beat them. Yay, America! Yeah, but it, can we get back? Because I mean, when was the last time? Why we the heck the can't we? We got stuff that's way better than it was in the '60s. Here's the thing: if we we've, we've got quantum computer, quantum supercomputers at our disposal, and some of the best supercomputers on the planet. Supercomputer. How now. how can we not get back to the moon? It's just a matter of resource allocation, whether we actually want to or not, right? Because I, I, they had slide rulers back then, and they got to the moon. Like, are you kidding me? What's, Come on. What's the purpose of going now, though? To get to Mars? To set up a, 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 a forward operating base to, to use to get to Mars? Okay. But when what, it, look, up, look up when we're supposed to get back to the moon. Uh, Artemis, the Artemis mission. Yeah. So the gas is so violent you couldn't yeah, fly through. Well, I mean that's that big red spot. Yeah, the storm. Yeah. Yeah. What's y'all's favorite planet? Not to go here uh, carry on. Pluto. Not it's including not, Earth, not obviously, right? He is to me. He was in my lifetime. Not including Earth, right? I guess. Well, obviously it's Earth. Okay. But not including Earth, Mars. Okay. Jupiter yeah. was always mine. I don't know why. Two years, three, a year from now? Are you no, serious? earlier than. No earlier than. So, uh, are you talking about the Artemis mission? I, I'm just wondering, like, are they going to have a bunch of Lowe's trucks on a dang, <laughs> on a dang spaceship, and they're going to build a platform on on Mars? Uh, two by fours? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know either. Like, how are they going to do it? Fly around the moon or land on the moon? Flying around it and landing on it are two th- very different yeah. things. Yeah, and I think it's crazy. Y'all know the moon that we see is just the only side we ever seen? Yeah, that's always baffled me, too, because the rotation of the moon perfectly matches the rotation of the Earth. So, so we, we, all, only, we only see that front lights. We've never seen the dark side of the yeah, moon. Yeah, we've never, well, the back side, right. whatever you want to call it. We've right. never seen the back side of the moon. Did you know that? Yeah, did no, you know I, that? I didn't know that. I mean, so we've so we've never, not, not with any kind of... Uh, I think they've flown around it. Right, so... Yeah. So, because, so we, yeah, we could in, see the backside of the moon then. But with the, but but we on Earth cannot see the backside of the moon. Oh, we can't. But some. But we've had. Yeah, because they've it's been shot around the moon. Yeah, got a shot there. of. Yeah, it. Yeah. What was the guy's name? The the astronaut Tom Hanks. that that stayed on the Tom Hanks. spacecraft, not Buzz, and not Tom Hanks. Um, 
Armstrong, but the Tom other Hanks. guy. Colin, John Collins. Tom Hanks. That's, I mean, I say, I'm at, that sounds like an it. astronaut. But, yeah, what, but what is it? Does it not look like the front side? Is it different? Well, I'm sure the craters are different. But it's basically it's the same, though, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I would assume. But just think about it. You know, you, it's in the sky every single day, night, whatever. And you've never seen the other side of it. You've only seen... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In one side, but like it's crazy to me that, that it lights. So like, if you were on the surface of the moon, it's not lit up. It's no, it not, just looks like us, right? Or what you would see when it's daylight outside, right? But like, you know, you look at Mars, you know, with a with a blind eye, it's a star. Yeah, it looks like. I mean, like that's cr- that that's just tells you how void of anything the rest of space is. Yeah. Well, that we know of. Have you ever heard of dark energy or dark matter? Yeah. They don't know what it is, but it constitutes like. Sixty percent of space, and they don't know what it is. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of it blows it blows your mind how much we know. Like we can tell, you know, like you said, they discovered a new Earth. Yeah, or a, a, a new planet that is very just, similar, just to like Earth. Earth. Yeah, a new planet, and just like and it's Earth, probably what, size like, and everything. It's probably what a couple dozen light years away, or more, maybe a couple hundred light years away, and and yet we don't even know, like. We don't, know every, we don't know everything about Earth. Like we know from from sea level, well, so many feet below sea level up to yeah. the atmosphere. We know yeah. almost everything there is to know. But whatever that whatever that cutoff is down, like we only know, if you can include that, we only know like sixty eight percent of the Earth. Well, yeah, we technically don't really truly know what's at the core. We well, have we have some pretty well thought out right and supported theories. But like, Nobody's ever been to the core of the Earth. No, but you think about the trenches and stuff that are at the I mean, bottom of the ocean and what's down there and things that we, we don't even know. I mean, just think about the all of the ancient civilizations and dinosaurs that are in the core right now that we don't know exist. Oh, absolutely. I, going back to the video game, I know you saw me play it the other day, um, Assassin's Creed Origins, Origin, talking yeah. about ancient Egypt. And it's it's coming off, you know, things of historical data and stuff. Half of that crap in that game ain't even there anymore. Yeah. They're just basing that off of historical text and whatnot. I read an article the other day that was talking about what if, like, you know those cave paintings in Europe where they where they draw, like, the buffalo mm-hmm. and the horses and whatnot? So this amateur paleontologist, archaeologist, anthropologist dude. I said, I don't I know. I, don't, I can't remember which amateur one he is. Um, buffalo might have been a pathologist I, I don't even know but uh, he starts looking at all these cave drawings and what, what you see on all these cave drawings is they all have a series of dots and lines underneath the actual drawing of the animal mm. and so a lot of archaeologists had theories about what they were like okay 
it's just it's just a basic count of the animal, or it's there's it has something to do with the, the with the animal itself, but it's not like a language. Well, this guy's looking at these pictures, and I can't remember what he did like as an actual career, but he wasn't this wasn't his job, and he had no actual training in it. I've seen this movie. It's called Goodwill Hunting. He actually discovered that all across these various cave drawings, he looked at like 600 cave drawings or something mm-hmm. like that, and he discovered that those dots and lines were actually what you could technically define as a language because they conveyed the age and the reproductive cycle of the animal pictured. So now the archaeological community is debating what technically the first language was. Mm-hmm. Was it this, which was what they say is, you know, 40,000, 50,000 years earlier than the other earliest known language, which would be hieroglyphs or, you know, the earlier form of hieroglyphics, mm-hmm. cuneiform or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and so now the, the, you know, the, the language community and archaeolo- archaeological community is in an uproar because of this study that was put out, because this guy teamed up with these professors at this university that compiled all this research, and they basically are now arguing that this is the earliest known human language mm. because it conveys multiple meanings in different ways for the for the animals pictured. So it kind of blows up the water that ancient humans were had no form of written communication. Right. Which is insane to think about. Back to back to the planets. Yep. So, you know, aliens. Black holes. Aliens? Mariana's Trench. Yeah. Have, have we ever seen anything down there? Yeah. Like a submarine? submarine? James Cameron. Hadn't he been down there? No. No humans been. I don't no. think no. But have we been able to send. James Cameron went somewhere. Send something all the way to the Mar- down to the I bottom? I don't think we've gotten all the way to the bottom. I think we, we have estimated. Like, I think sonar, we have been able to de- tell what the depth is but it's like three miles deep i mean the pressure that's seven seven miles seven miles okay well yeah, seven i mean miles. the pressure that low you know six miles to mount everest right seven miles to the mariana's yeah. trench all right 13 miles. you know i saw something from what's that what's the tyson chicken guy's name neil neil, neil tyson DeGrasse chicken tyson? yeah that guy he said that if you looked at the from from the highest point to the lowest point of the earth and you compared it to a cue ball, so that a, that a that Earth would be smoother than a cue ball, with the differences in um, the Deep Sea Challenger or DCV one is a deep diving submersible designed to reach the bottom of the Challenger Deep, the deepest known point on Earth in the Marianas Trench. On the 26th of March 2012, Canadian film director James Cameron piloted the craft to accomplish this goal in the second crewed dive reaching the Challenger Deep, built in Sydney, Australia, by the research and design company Acheron Project. Party Limited, Deep Sea Challenger included scientific sampling equipment and high-definition 3D cameras, and it reached the ocean's deepest point after two hours and 36 minutes of descent from the surface. So he was in it. He was in it. He he reached he reached the bottom. Okay. What yeah. well, what was what did he see? What was down there? Uh, water, okay. and fish. Um, well, they're not like our fish, though. Like, no, they're like uh, they're like terrible creatures from nightmare was, fish. Uh, let's see. What's that little fish with a little dangly light thing? Yeah. Um, see some crazy stuff. Oh, crazy yeah. fish. Yeah, because they don't like. There's no. There's not enough light for, you know, like bacteria and bacteria, algae and stuff to grow. Measured by Cameron at the moment of touchdown, the depth was ten thousand eight hundred ninety-eight meters, or thirty-five thousand seven hundred fifty-six feet. 
It was the fourth ever dive to the Challenger Deep and the second crewed dive with a maximum depth recorded slightly less than that of Trieste's 1960 dive. It was the first solo dive and the first to spend a significant amount of time, three hours, exploring the bottom. Nineteen six. They went down in 1960 yeah, what, and didn't go back down until 2012. Wasn't that, uh, uh, what was that guy's name, Jacques Cousteau? No. No. <laughs> Who's Jacques Cousteau? <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? He's a French dude. He's a, fr- he's a French explorer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a, that was a maritime guy. Wasn't I mean, he's modern era, wasn't he? Wasn't it him that went to the bottom? Yeah, sounds right to me. I thought Jacques Cousteau was the one that went, that had something (laughs) to do with Everest. That was uh, Edwin, Edward, Edwin Hillary, something like that. Um, I don't know as much as I Jacques Picard. It was Jacques, on 23rd January 1960, Jacques Picard and U.S. Navy Lieutenant Don Walsh achieved the goal of Project Necton of reaching the bottom of the Mariana Stretch at the Challenger Deep. Hey, planets. Planets. I think Mars has way more secrets than we know. You think so? It's Umbop. Umbop just walked walked in. He did. Hey, hey, Hanson. He he looks like Fred Durst today for some reason. He does. Hey, look, your your uh, pillows over there. Okay, good. I saw that. Rotation. There's a aliens. We got to bring up aliens. Well, define alien. No, the only other thing I was uh, wondering about was revolutions. Like it takes the Earth three sixty five and a fourth. Yes. Go around. Further the sun. out you get, the longer it takes to go around. Well, it yeah. depends on the speed. Though. No. No. It don't. Well, it does depend on the speed, but everything is. What's that word? Yeah. Gravity. No, not gravity. Uh, you're talking about the. Uh, starts with a C. Um, gyros- gyro- no. No, it starts with a C. Oh, words. Not circumvent, not circumnavigate, not uh, circumcision. <laughs> circumcision. Yeah, I think that's it. Circumcision. That's, <laughs> it. that's it. I can't believe you said it. <laughs> well, it turns out Centri- you- centrifu- centrifugal force. That's it. The centrifugal force. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. the circumcision. Turns out that's why. <laughs> turns out that's why Pluto's not a planet anymore. Got circumcised. Yeah, got circumcised. Yeah, huh? got circumcised. <laughs> All right. No, but seriously, that's you know that's why astronomers argue it's not a planet because without they say without Neptune it would have been launched out of our out of our solar system that it it they it's said it was orbit. a moon of Neptune. It, well, they they, think. they say that Neptune it cro- it like it gets near Neptune and Neptune's gravity pulls it in, but then it launches back out and then if it weren't it coming it back near to Neptune, it would slowly get thrown out of our solar system. Wow. That's why it's not a planet because it's not the sun keeping it in. It's Neptune keeping it in, or that's the argument that I've been told. What do you? I don't know what, what do you? What, is there? Did you say Martians? Is that what you say? I like no aliens. Aliens. Mar- <coughs> Mars has more to tell us than we know, and I'm so excited to see what we learn from Mars about our solar system and about the possibility of aliens. of extraterrestrial life. Life. So life. You're talking about life on other planets. Yeah, I mean, if there if there's another Earth. There's so, got to be other life. So the closer you get to the sun, the closer it is around, obviously. So Mercury, a year on Mercury is 88 days. Earth time. Earth time. So in 88 days, Mercury's going all the way around the sun. Yeah. All right, Venus is 225, Earth is 365. So fairly similar, although Venus is way hotter. All right, Mars is 687, so almost double. What right. ours is. Right. Jupiter is 4,333 days. <laughs> 
And you got to go through the asteroid belt. Yes. So you're looking at what? Ten years? No. Four thousand divided by three sixty-five. Was well, three years a thousand? So three six nine. So 12, how many? What planet years. you're talking about now that takes Ju- so many years? Jupiter. So it takes years. Four thousand three hundred thirty-three days. Yeah, eleven, twelve years. Yeah. Golly. Saturn Man. is ten thousand seven hundred and fifty-nine days. Uranus is thirty thousand days. Neptune is sixty thousand days. Wow. It's insane. So sixty thousand days. So sixty thousand one hundred ninety divided by three hundred sixty-five. Sixty thousand one hundred ninety divided by three sixty-five. So it takes a hundred and almost a hundred and sixty-five years. So there are people on this planet that have never seen Neptune go all the way. Yeah, yeah. Neptune will not no rotate. Not since the days of Methuselah. Revolve, revolve around. Yeah. Yeah, will not have completed a single revolution before they die. So I've been alive twenty-seven years. So twenty-seven divided by one sixty-five. Um, I've I've seen Neptune complete uh And it's probably I mean it's gonna be I mean there couldn't be any life there because they're too far away from the sun, right? Yeah. So I mean it's gonna be really cold. Our our what we define as life, yeah. which that's a whole nother argument when you start going that way. But um so a day Sixteen percent. A a a rotation of the planet. Uh, Earth is twenty four hours. Mars twenty five hours. So Mars is in the same. So it's fairly similar. Same, fairly yeah. similar. Just, the gas giants rotate really fast. Jupiter takes just ten hours to complete one rotation. Wow! So, so it's, it's spinning, spinning faster. Spinning fast, fast. Um, Saturn takes eleven hours. Uranus takes seventeen, and Neptune takes sixteen. Have y'all? So something about the gas giants are spinning. Way faster. Have y'all seen that disc that, what was that guy's name that wrote that book? Carl Sagan mm-hmm. wrote Contact? Yeah. You know, they NASA created this gold disc with like everything that NASA thought aliens would need to know about human, and they put it on that that, that uh, put it on probe the, or oh, rover yeah, or whatever the, yep. and sent it out and like. It's got all of... It's got our location. Yeah, and we're, what the, ba- we do, the, basics the basics of our culture of our, of our and humanity and, yes. and civilization, and that fascinated me. Carl Sagan led, I think he led the team that created the disc. That's insane. Like, think about, you know, hey guys, in a here, billion years coming across that in Here's space. the blueprint where we want. You know, if you come research us, and I mean, that's what aliens are. Well, let's assume, let's assume that, no, but that no sentient being discovers that disc for a billion years, okay, somewhere off in the distant space. What what is humanity going to look like in a billion years if we're even alive? Well, here's the as thing. A species, there's there's a, a very neat YouTube video out there that talks about the years are every day. Is it every day or every year? I can't remember. Anyway, every whatever the 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 length of time is is um, there's a multiple of two every time. So like. After like ten years, it starts speeding up. Anyway, yeah. this whole entire thing talks about this place being like uh, nothing. Uh, are you talking about a Kuzgasat? I don't know. That that it's a it's a yeah. I think I know. That I think thing that's would what bother me. So um, Kuzgasat. But yeah, it's like several hundred billion years from now, it's going to be a black hole. Yeah. So I mean, well, the sun's going to die. Exactly. Eventually. Yeah, and we don't know exactly how it's going to die, but it's either going to turn into like a, it's going to blow up, right? It comes out, yeah. Yeah. What are you? Why are you laughing? Because <laughs> there's a Saturday Night Live skit with Harry Carey. <laughs> yeah. My favorite planet's the sun. 
<laughs> just stare at it. And then he said, well, it's part of that. It's, like, well, it's not a planet. It's a star. He's like, yeah, when that thing goes out, we're all going to be in for it. <laughs> <laughs> he's talking to uh, – he's interviewing uh, Jeff, Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's, that's a good My fa- How that's interesting. My favorite planet's the sun. <laughs> What, what is he talking about? The, the moon looks like cheese or something? That's a like, different one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, if the moon was made of barbecue spare would you eat it? <laughs> Heck, I would. <sighs> so, I've seen that. Yeah, that, that, that skit. skit. Yeah. You've seen, seen that one. There's yeah. been a couple of them. Yeah, they're good. Hey! Will Ferrell, man. Harry Carey. Gosh. You said that, that that guy wrote that <laughs> stuff for Carl, life Carl Sagan? Yeah. Yeah. Is it written down? So it's, it's it's based like on a record. It's it's yeah. It looks like a record, it looks but like it's a like record. It's pictures. Is it all pictures, or is it something written? Is it audio? I think there are there different. I th- yeah, there's audio on it. There's different samplings of yeah. different languages. There's instructions on how to read and write our languages. But and they, if there is life out there, and they get that, I mean, that's crazy to do that because you're thinking they're gonna be just like you, and they're gonna understand. Well, that's why they well, that's had why to, so many. That's why they had to create it. Because they don't know, like, it could come in contact with a being that interprets things with no eyes, no ears, no, like, I've seen Independence Day. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, there could be, there could be other life out there. Could be other galaxies and stuff. We don't know. You know, a couple years ago, there was a, um, there was a satellite that was launched from Earth that has made it on the other side of Pluto. And, like, we've got the first images of Pluto ever. Yeah. And just the way that, they constructed it. It's only supposed to be good for X amount of years, and it's way past. And they're still getting signals from it, yeah. very faintly, but they're still getting signals. And that's, that's kind of insane to think that something made by human hands is now that deep into space. Yeah. It, it, and the other folks out there, they might might have got hold of it and fixed it. <laughs> Fix her up. The Voyager Golden Records are two phonograph records that were included aboard both Voyager space, spacecraft launched in 1977, and the records contain sounds and images selected to portray the diversity of life and the culture of humanity on Earth and are intended for any intelligent extraterrestrial life form who may find them. Did we send a record player? Uh, exactly, that's what I thought. Because we've already went from records to 8-tracks to CDs to iTunes now. I that's mean, what it looks like. So one side looks like a record. The other side is just a disc with pictures and... And it's like it's got like one of those Mickey Mouse viewers. They might have the unit circle on it, and it might have. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Like, what happens if he can't do yeah, it? In a billion years, what's the technology going to be? I mean, they may not even handle technology. They may not. They may not have even invented fire yet. Okay, so so what's well, like those those time those time capsules people put down? In the in the upper left hand corner of the record cover is a drawing of the phonograph record and the stylus that's carried with the phonograph. So it has one with it. The stylus is in the correct position to play the record from the beginning. Written around it in binary notation is the correct time of one rotation of the record, three point six seconds, expressed in time units of 0.7 billionths of a second. The time period associated with the fundamental transition of the hydrogen atom. So literally, it's associated with atomic. Yeah, the the rules of the universe is how are the units with which they're well, basing the rules everything of Earth. On. The rules of Earth. Well, the universe. No, I mean the fundamental transition of the hydrogen atom is the same at the end of the universe as it is na- on Earth. But not in a different universe. If this disc makes it to another universe, then a wormhole is opened up somewhere. Could happen. I'm not saying it can't, but I mean obviously, how can you predict to write something for another universe? So you got to write for this one. 
Look, vibranium, vibranium is you know an earth thing, but it's supposed to be indestructible. But well, Thanos' if, sword if, really if, like went right through if it. If you so. want to write something for another universe, you're gonna have to at least consult Kang. <sighs> yeah, I mean you got to get him on board. NASA's got to contact him to get him on board. Hey, hey. Completely lost. Yeah. yeah, yeah, y'all lost me. Yeah, <coughs> we're being facetious. Yeah, we are sarcastic. I'm sorry. Um, aliens, you believe in aliens, David? We oh, never. There could be other life out there. It takes about fifty-four minutes to play one side of the record. Jeez, do you? Uh, which is <laughs> look. Well, if they're in this universe, their concept of time is probably going to be the same. But if it's another universe, their concept of time, yeah. Look, if uh, <laughs> if Freebird's not on there, we've we've messed up. I'm yeah. I, so um, depictions and culture. Let's see what it says. UFOs. You think the UFO stories are true? Like flying saucers and things like that. Uh, there's other. I don't know from what I've seen on TV and the evidence that the pilots and stuff have got. Yeah, there's some stuff out there. Yeah, I guess so. What about like uh, now UFOs and what you're talking about? UFOs and aliens and all. I mean, that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah. That's, uh, uh, there's see. there's some strange stuff they got film of. Oh, there's a there's a there's a recording on it. Hold on, y'all want to hear the recording? Oh, that's, that's 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 the creepy. Recording. Hello from the ch- hold on. Hello from the children of planet Earth. That's on it. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like from the Lego movie where the Duplos come in at the very yep. very end. It's like we are Duplo. We are here to destroy you. <laughs> so apparently that was Carl Sagan's six year old son, Nick Sagan. Is he a football coach at Alabama now? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, the musical selection is varied, featuring works by Bach. No. Mozart, Beethoven, no. No. and Stravinsky. It also includes music by Guan Pinghu, Blind Willie Johnson, Chuck Berry, Kisarbe Kerkar, Balia Balberry. Hey, if there's know. nothing to that UFO stuff and all that, why why is it so, such top there, secret stuff by the government? There's Azerbaijani folk there's music. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's necessarily not something to it. I think that's where a lot of our technology has come from. Like just backwards compatibility or the backwards what's it called engineering um i think that's because you know you go from the size of a microchip the size of this table to one that fits a million in this phone now so i think that's where where the secrets are held and in, in some of that kind of stuff but it includes drawings of an anatomically correct naked male and naked female showing external organs as well why are we giving in the blueprint uh you know what would be what, it is. what would be what would be incredibly ironic? Well, never mind. I'm not going to get that. But Easy so, now. So there's Easy. a there's a paradox out there that the second that humanity discovers, and I forget the name of the paradox, but the second that humanity discovers sentient life, Hammy and I talked about this not too long ago. Uh, extraterrestrial life is when we invite that extraterrestrial life to destroy us. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's basically like, hey, we're in competition for resources in the universe. Now we either have to defeat and kill you, or you come and defeat and kill us for a resource. Right. Uh, so it's because uh, you know overpopulation of this one and an overall, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's a whole. My recommendation coming up, you know. Yeah. What? My recommendation coming up. What's your recommendation? deals with that? Oh, does it? Oh gosh. The light. The lights just went out. In Georgia. Are they dead or what happened? 
Did you do that? Oh, okay. Really? Well, I wish everybody could have heard that since you're not. I fixed it. Yeah, y'all lost me. I, I just want to watch the Cowboys and Buccaneers tomorrow night. Do you believe in aliens? Well, I believe there could be life. Now, alien, I don't know. Just give. What's your definition of alien? Definition of alien? Yeah, I mean, and you, you know. Not from this planet. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why the lights are blinking, y'all. Seriously, I'm not. I'm not they doing may this. Be here. I don't know. Yeah, I bet there could be life out there. There could be other galaxies and everything. We don't know what's out there. Well, just like we we talked about earlier, you know, you got black holes and whatnot too. So. Yeah. Hey, just cut that light off. Can y'all see it on camera? Is it blinking on camera? Yeah, it's blinking. Okay. We're gonna. This is scary. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what what that. I don't know what that. Seriously, I don't know what that was. Well, let's end it before I have a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're gonna do is now we're gonna get into recommendations. <laughs> Now we're, now we're gonna do our recommend. Now we're gonna do our recommendations. My recommendation, mostly because it has to do with this topic ish, is uh, Interstellar. Yeah. The movie with uh, Matthew McConaughey. Have you ever seen that before? Um, it deals with. Can you spell it? I N T E R. I N T E R. Mm-hmm. Stellar. S T E L L A R. Okay. Uh, it's got Matthew McConaughey. It's talking about basically the premise of it is is in a future Earth, not not too distant future. Uh, there's a blight that is attacking all the food crops, and it's finally gotten to the last food crop of uh, corn. It's caused a lot of you know like dust bowl kind of situations and things like that. Um, it's got some it's got some what's the best way to describe the whole ending of that. You know, I should ask you how to spell McConaughey instead of Interstellar. Because <laughs> I think I could have managed No deodorant. That's what that's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. It's uh, a different... It, it ends it, up like in a fourth dimension or fifth dimension. Yeah, time is yeah. the... Um, the constant. Time and love are the constant. So it yeah. gets a little cheesy, I felt like, at the end. But up till it gets to that point, it's 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 really good. It's a really good movie. I think it ended well, though. Yeah, but, it, it, you know, it talks about going through wormholes and... You know, slip, slip space, and things like that. It's, it's a really cool concept. So you know, I the visualization like of that black hole and that event. What NASA thinks it is. What it actually pushed the envelope as to what they thought. Like that was the best visualization of what they like. They got. I can't remember the name of the physicist. They got some physicist to come on board with the visual effects team to create what that was going to actually look the like. Way the the way it bends. The way the yes, light bends. The, the way the, it. The, how the event horizon sort of in 3D space would look and bend and how that light, you know, and it pushed yeah. what it pushed we knew. Further. Yeah, a movie. A right. movie did that. Um, but, uh, yeah, go ahead. Look, and that's one of those that you're going to have to watch probably twice to really. No, dude, you're going to have to watch like, I had to watch it three or four yeah, times. I watched it three or four times. but Before I got it. It's not going to be like, watch it once, but man, none of this made sense. Like, you're you're going to have to watch it a couple so times. So it's not going to be like bullet train. No. No, 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 no. They're, that's what they think, yeah. Like, that's what they think, but also there's, like, spaghettification or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, which is, if you oh, get spaghetti. It's <laughs> <laughs> go home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, duh, that's scary. Y'all scared me. I'm sorry. We didn't mean to scare you. Well, you know, we're we're on the same wavelength. The lights are flickering, so. Yeah, yeah they may yeah. be out there. 
We leave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you mentioned. Um, They've come to small town. Try to turn that light back on. Hey, you mentioned Freebird. Freebird. I did. The, yeah. The yeah. Freebird. That's going to be in the thing that we send the aliens. It needs to be in there. It better be in there. Yeah. Well, it just reminded me of all fourteen minutes of it. All right. Freebird. Well, it reminded me of that movie Elizabeth Town. I may have mentioned that before. That scene. That's one of my favorite scenes in the movie of all time. Where mm-hmm. that guy. Where that that. The cover band singing Freebird, and they just burned the place down. But uh, I tribute albums. I want my three favorite tribute albums. I want to recommend these. Okay. Uh, Leonard Skinner tribute album came out probably '93. So are these Brandon people there. that are tributing? Yeah, Leonard country Skinner? artists. The okay. Goose Skinner song. Okay. That's a good one. And then a, a CD or album called Common Threads: The Songs of the Eagles. It was country artist doing eagles and then the keith whitley tribute album keith those are my whitley. three favorite ones you say it best. don't want to recommend you those say nothing the group alabama's doing sweet home alabama i don't remember who did Freebird on that skinner tribute album this on there simple man the hot stuff um i've got two recommendations i have started watching the last season of ozark mm. and have you seen ozark david I stopped watching it. Yeah, I was watching it, but I stopped watching it. I just, I just didn't think that uh, it's got too much bad language in there. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think I need to be watching it. And my kids. So I'll, t- I'll tell you what's kept me into it. It's Jason. I want to see what happens to Jason Bateman's character. They the, all die. The kids Sorry. are annoying. The non-related supporting characters can get annoying. Uh, Laura Lenny's character, Jason Bateman's character's wife, can get annoying. But I, for some reason, keep watching it because he his he's been <coughs> constant throughout. Like like he has grown as a character. Like the character's changed, but there's something about his character that makes me want to keep watching because I want to see what happens to him. Yeah, it he's, is interesting. He's it the is. one that I'm invest. His character is the one I'm invested in. Yeah, it's interesting. It was pretty interesting. It was good, but just just the I don't know. It just got too bad for me. Yeah, just the language just it, got it, to me. It is interesting, but. And I'll say there's some sick, some of those evil people like that, uh, that old lady that runs that that farm. Yeah, it just yeah. it She's, just got. I don't know. Just got, and the FBI. But anyway, it just got. So bad. I'm gonna recommend you watch. Uh, you try to you try like push through. It was hard for me at some points. I'm not saying it's the most interesting show. It got dialogue heavy for me in season four, and season five so far has has been really really good. They've got the basically the ultimate challenge, the biggest challenge of all challenges. And I'm going to be interested to see how they resolve it. And and I, I was told I needed to finish it, like the, the, watch until the very end, because it's insane. So I'm going to try to do my best to finish it. But my other one is going to be something actually Hammy, when I said Hammy and I talked about this, what Hammy recommended I check out. He didn't necessarily recommend I read it, and so I haven't read it. So I'm not recommending y'all to y'all that y'all read it, but I'm recommending to y'all that y'all research it and see if you want to read this. But it's called... It's a book. It's called The Three-Body Problem. And it's a science fiction novel written by a Chinese author called uh, Lu Cixin. Uh, and it references the three-body problem in orbital mechanics. And basically, it's a, it's a sci-fi series that, that occurs over the course of a long period of time. And it's basically, the concept is humanity discovers aliens aliens discover humanity aliens want to kill humanity humanity has to fight aliens but aliens are telepathic and so now 
and then there's this other set of aliens, and these two aliens want to kill each other. These two aliens want to kill humans. Humans want to kill the two aliens, and it's like how does, I love triangle. Yeah, and, or I hate um, triangle. The three body problem, and it's yeah. and it's really kind of. Uh, I don't think I'll read that. It's I, I don't I don't think I'm gonna read it either. I think I'm just gonna wait and not watch the movie. <laughs> I don't. I, here's the thing. I don't know how you make a movie out of that. It's one of those books that have been classified. Well, as Well, it's kind of like the Jeff Goldblum line in Jurassic Park. It's really cool to think about, but yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Sometimes just, you just shouldn't. No, no. God creates dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. No, God destroys dinosaur. Man creates dinosaur. God creates however it is. Dinosaur destroys man? Yeah, dinosaur destroys yeah. man. Yeah. Is that is that where you were? That's where I was going. Yeah. Uh, and you know, it's funny. It's like, I was actually talking to Mickey today uh, at lunch about this. It's like, so what's, what's the one thing that, that advanced humanity past all the other species on Earth? It was, it was our ability to think and problem solve. And what probably probably will be the thing that ultimately kills us? It'll be our desire to solve problems that we create. Because now we're to the point as a civilization where we don't have any natural, any more natural problems to solve in order to survive. Mm-hmm. So now we want to create problems for ourselves to solve. But at some point, we're going to create problems for ourselves that we can't solve that'll ultimately kill us. Like the artificial disease, intelligence, the disease or COVID, thing. Or, the, yeah. What do you call that? The we had COVID. Yeah, pandemic. How did you get COVID? What's that called? Uh, what kind of research? Uh, oh. I know what you're In talking the, about. Yeah. Infectious disease? Yeah, and it's had a special name for it's, it. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. A lot of people think, you know, that was, I mean, it was made. Yeah. That disease. Yeah. Well, regardless, I mean, human intervention exacerbated some aspects of Gain of, of function. It. Yeah, yeah. Gain yeah, of function gain research. Of function. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, bad words, like you're talking about Ozark. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I don't want to put, I mean... <laughs> I will let an expletive fly every now and then. I'm not putting myself up on a pedestal. I just don't want to listen to it. Is P-I-S-S P-I-S-S an expletive? I guess. Well, a missed oath. oath, If you could clean it up with another word, then it's an expletive. Well, I mean, you might as well just say the word. I mean, if you're going to put something else in the place of it, fudge, I mean, you're thinking that. You might as well just say the real thing. That's what I was going to say. Minced oath. That's the minced oath. I mean, if you're going to say that, you might as well just... He would, Gus Malzahn would always use, he rarely cussed. And if he did cuss, you knew something was up. But he'd always go, what the crap are we doing, man? What are we doing? <laughs> no, no, I'll say that. Now, I'll say some worse stuff. You walk around in front of a tractor and hit your head on the bucket, you're going to let one fly. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he, he was always like, gosh, dang it, guys, what are we doing? That's, that's what that was a that was a go-to guess. My Coach mind. Coach Sutton was like that. He he wouldn't yeah. cuss, but he'd say frick all the time. I'm like, you might as well just come on, Coach Sutton. Yeah. As much as you say it, might, but he he'd let piss go. Like yeah, he'd, he'd let it he'd let time. it fly. Yeah, he'd let it fly. Yeah, I'll let that out fly. in the woods or well, like some, in a toilet. Sometimes right in your face. Oh yeah, he'd pee in your face. No, he'd say it. In, what are you talking about? I was making a joke. Sure, take it, it. it didn't land. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> Before we all become the same person, let's get out of here. Yeah, guys, don't forget, you can subscribe to Lens Plus if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. If you subscribe on Lens Plus, specifically on Apple Podcasts, you will get episodes one week early. You'll also get access to our Triple Threat episodes, which are bonus episodes. Make sure you subscribe as well as rate and review our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to. And text the link to the – that didn't work. Text the link to a friend of yours. Guys, this is Chaos. We're going to get out of here. You can talk or go home. Okay. The Sues. (laughs) Sues. The Sues.
All right, so this is about the planets. Yeah, we're going to talk science on this one. <laughs> Neil Tyson Degrassi? Yeah. <laughs> Degrassi. I don't know what his name Degrass? It's Neil Degrasse Tyson. Whatever. <laughs> Tyson Chicken, dude. Neil Tyson Chicken. We're recording, right? Yeah. Okay. One for me, one for my homies. Yeah. He didn't say you could get one of those. I didn't. Yes, you need a water. <laughs> <laughs> you just wrecked that word. I'm glad we were recording. Yeah. I don't care. I'm just saying that's a... That's a TikTok moment. Well, Fat bleep, you need a water. <laughs> That's a TikTok moment. Rhythm is a dancer. Did <laughs> <laughs> you really just struggle to open it? All right, we're going to do this, man. We're going to do it. Let's go. I know, I know. We've got one minute before we can start. Why? It's 259. Oh, yeah, that is. Good. I, I was on good terms with my life. My wife, my left. It's going. Oh, you were on good terms with your life. With you said just like my wife. But it's going to be bad. Oh, he's right. I, you're right. Never mind. It's going to be bad when I get home. That's pretty good for a threat right there. I thought. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like how much passion you had. America. I love your glasses. Oh gosh, I sent that to myself. Darn it. Welcome What's in, my wife's ladies. Name? And, welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to, to uh, Talk or Go Home. Uh, Nick, Clint, David. 